This is Socks in 7. Welcome back to Socks in 7. We're your hosts, Kevin Tebow, Jack Taggerman. Mason Reed is asleep, you know, long marathon Monday. No, like you can't blame the kid. It's it's no. marathon Monday. Long day. Long you know, day. I think he failed to understand that today is a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah. yeah. No, you must you must got the best of the bro this weekend, but that's okay. Yeah, I mean that that just happens, you know. Yeah. You know, some people understand that today's a marathon. Mm-hmm. Other people think today's a sprint. And and that's mm. that's what separates the pack. It's people that woke up and ran 26.2 miles today, bro. Yep. I definitely didn't do that. I didn't do that. It was people that did. I, I certainly ran a marathon, you know? Oh, dude, I, I, I fought a mental marathon today, bro. Like, yeah, how, how was your morning like? Honestly, bro, I've had way worse, to be honest. Um, Yeah, you know, a couple, couple of mishaps in the house, you know, a couple people with mornings tougher <laughs> – Couple people with mornings tougher than others, but yep. you know, at the end of the day, bro, life could be worse. Yeah, and, and you know, I feel you. I woke up this morning, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to marathon Monday. Yeah, you know? I'm, I'm gonna have a couple of mimosas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy this rainy weather the best I can. Yeah, yeah. But with that being said, I will say it right now. The Red Sox are back. The Red Sox are know. back. I don't know, dude. I mean, the Angels are – they're one of those teams, bro. It's like you look at the roster and, like, every single year in and year out, they got they got arguably two of the top – I'd say top three players in the world. I think they're the top to two. To be honest. They could arguably be the top two. And they just can't surround them with anybody that can win a couple games, bro. But – Honestly, whenever you whenever you have two players like that coming to your ballpark, bro, it's not going to be an easy win. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So I'll take the three out of four. I think today could have gone different. You know, if the weather was different, given we we came out bad. Brian Bello, I don't mean to get into this game too early. Did not did not have his stuff working good. at all at all. But, you know, we'll talk about the rest of that game later. But, yeah. But, I mean, first thing I want to get off my chest is uh, you can break this series down into five games because this was a five-game series. Yeah, it was actually four games. But this series came down to five players. Number one, fucking Anthony Rendon sold the game on Friday night. Yep. Like sure we did. we the Red Sox don't win that game without no. Anthony Rendon throwing two errors. Yeah, which and, honestly, he's normally like pretty sure over at third. You know, I mean, th- there's better defensive third baseman. Yeah, but, but he's not. He's definitely that not bad. the not the kind of guy you'd expect to fucking two errors in a game. And you can also give a little bit of blame to the first baseman because i mean ian walsh is not their first baseman okay yeah like i mean or i believe ian walsh is their first baseman uh, that's on the right. il yeah he's yeah. on the il they're the angels first baseman's on the il and so but either way like anthony rendon when he was taking those ground balls at third 
just horrible fundamentals. Yeah. He he was just Looked taking them. He was just taking them straight up, flat footed, yeah. and then just taking yeah. a like a step and then just fucking swinging them fucking sidearm like that mm-hmm. and yeah. just completely Two, missing his target. It almost seems like he it kind of looked lazy. Yeah. To be honest with you. It was too nonchalant. I agree with you. And that game was I mean, it was just an awesome game for the Sox because we came back. We like we shouldn't have won that game. Devers hits a yeah. bomb. I mean and, in in hindsight, not a horrible start for Tanner Houck. No. You know, through four, four hits, two earned, four walks is kind of sketchy. But six strikeouts through four, I mean, that'll get a job done a lot of times. You know, absolutely. Obviously, control wasn't wasn't perfect, but I mean, we've I mean, seen that from him all year. The the way this Red Sox team's gonna be, bro. Like, if your starters going through four, two earned, you're in good shape. You got you got you got to think the offense is gonna support you enough. Exactly. You know what and, I mean? Like, because we don't have the we don't have the starters to go win us like two one ball games. Absolutely not. And and I think I mean they built the they built the roster kind of knowing that, in my opinion. And, and I agree. You know. And with what Winkowski's doing in the bullpen right now, if you hold them to two and you put Winkowski in there right now, like he's going shot. Yeah. Like yeah. No, nah, he was nails. He was nails. Absolutely nails. And then if you like I I don't know what to say, but I don't think Kenley Jansen will give up a run all year. I was I was literally about to say, so I'm I'm looking at the script from this game. You know, Tanner, good start. Winkowski through three. You know, if you can get three out of your middle reliever, you're sure, you gave well. up a run. You're taking that every single time. Oh, absolutely. Schreiber in the eighth, sketchy little inning, but, yeah, you know, got out of it. And, and that's the Kenley, thing about Schreiber. Schreiber Kenley just Jansen, works through it. Kenley Jansen's the best closer in baseball early this season. It, it's ridiculous how nasty his, that cutter is. His cutter runs out like a slider. It's, it's ridiculous, it's and nuts. it's ninety six. The, the amount of run out, the amount of run out that cutter has is nuts. Like I don't know how I ever talked shit about Kenley Jansen. Yeah, just I, I think it's. I mean, it might just be because we didn't have a closer last year. Yeah, but just seeing this guy pitch in the ninth inning is such a relief because you know. Yeah. One, two, three. I'm going to get these. I, guys I haven't out. I haven't felt that kind of confidence in a closer for the Sox since the first half of Matt Barnes's year. Exactly. <laughs> like, like Matt like, Barnes was nasty. He was so tone. nails that year. Yep. But I since then it's just been yeah. like it's just been so sketchy every like you, single time. Like bro. you just think you're gonna lose the game. Like the Red Sox, I'm I'm gonna completely BS this number, but I'm fairly confident it was double digit games last season. They had a lead going into the seventh or the eighth inning that they fell apart on late. Yep. Where, and, you know, I mean, it might not seem like much, but I mean, that's a 16th of your season. That's going to add you. It should, in theory, be like 12 more wins. And for a team like the Red Sox, it's going to be sitting 500 the whole year, most likely. Like, you need all of those that you can get. Exactly. And like, especially you need to stay 500 until you get. Duval back and story yeah. back. And if you're yeah, around we need five, story badly. Yeah. Cause the Royal sucks. 
stinks. There's, there's stinks. just no way around it. Like, he played stinks. good in the field this week, but he can't hit. No. He can't hit. No. And I, um, I've I've probably watched 20 of his, his at-bats this year, and I'd be willing to bet, like, 19 of them were double plays. Yep. It's just, like, the guy can't find a way to do anything in any spot, bro. Yep, nothing productive. No sack no. flies. No. no moving the runner over. The, the, the only productive hit I can think he had all year was a game that we were up, like, nine late. Yep. Like, not, not nine, obviously, because we don't beat teams by nine, but. Yeah, no. We, we it was can't. like it was it was in a meaningless spot late. So I mean, we move on to game two. Yeah. So obviously, you know, game one was um, who did I say? Game one was Anthony Rendon just like selling and just giving us the win. Yeah. Game two was the Yu Chang game. Oh my goodness! Unbelievable! Is Yu Chang the greatest shortstop in the history of the MLB? I can't I can't see a world that Yu Chang's not already better than Derek Jeter. Yeah, I mean Derek to Jeter. To be honest with you. Like, Derek Jeter's, I mean, a horrible this defensive. This is this is a this is a top topic for another time, but Derek Jeter's arguably the most overrated player in the history of baseball. And yeah. like like if I could trade Yu Chang <laughs> for prime Derek Jeter right now, like I'd probably I'd probably take Derek Jeter, but I'd have to think about it, to be honest. I mean, if I was taking Derek Jeter, I need some prospects and some cash considerations. Yeah, yeah. We know Absolutely. Heim loves his cash. Yeah. I mean, you start off the game with the Geo. I mean, Nicholas Pavetta was not there today. It was no. Nick Pavetta. No. I mean, no. He walks the bases loaded. Yeah. Gio Urshela, former Yankee, Grand Slam, mm-hmm. first inning. You know what Rafael Devers says to that? You know, the Asian sensation gets on base because that's just what he does. Rafi hits it's a two-run. an on-base guy. Yeah, Rafi hits a two-run bomb, you know, to lead the majors with seven home runs. I didn't even really realize until I looked at it now. That that turned into a bullpen day. Yeah. It really did. It, it was Pavetta through four and then a, a, a different dude every inning the rest of the way. Yep. Um, and, you know, I'm looking at it right now. Caleb Ort. Put the angels in the orchard chamber quick, bro. Yeah. In the orchard chamber, bro. Rich Blyer, who I actually thought it was coming around to. No. Not a great inning. Not a fan of Richard Blyer. Not a great inning. Schreiber, Nails, that guy. Of course. I mean, John Schreiber's just that guy. And then I think it's about time we bring up your name on the Zoom today. Yeah. Brazier Burger? Brazier Burger? Is is that five straight scoreless appearances? could it be was it brazier burger this whole time i mean dude like thank god reed is in here because we can have a, a civil conversation about this but brazier burger's been nails like absolute then, nails i know you're looking at this right now bro kenley jansen in the seventh i mean in the ninth seven pitches seven strikes nails nails, nails. the guy absolute is hasn't nails. given up a run all year the guy doesn't seem touchable bro I have I haven't seen I haven't seen a guy score up that cutter all season. Nope. And and look, let's look at who fucking Jansen went up against that inning. Yeah, I completely forgot about that part too. Uh, in all honesty, probably the hardest three hitters in a row you're gonna see on any roster. 
Okay, never mind. Or was that the next game? That was the next game, but okay. Because he... I was I was thinking I was thinking Trout Otani Renfro. Yeah. So yeah, we go to that game. The next game. So you know, game three. we go up two. We go up two zero on the Angels after getting swept by the Rays. You know, vibes are high. Vibes are immaculate. Going into game three, and Whitlock gives up an early run, but like it was dinky. It wasn't anything crazy. Real dinky. Real dinky. And then the inning right after, Turner says, I'm back, Boston. Yep. Now, I was watching that game with Mason. Um, and the entire time, you know, it's against Reed Detmers. And we were like, all right, Reed Detmers kind of stinks, bro. Yeah. But we were making it look like I, – I really don't think his stuff was working that well. I think we were kind of making it look like his stuff was working that well. And I, I was – I'm not even joking. I probably had this conversation with Mason like five minutes before – Red uh red turn O twos at bat, bro. I was like, I'm pretty close to saying he stinks, bro. Mm-hmm. And then he just leaves, bro. Yeah, like just, just like the most common Justin Turner home run you're ever gonna see, bro. Yeah, where it he looks probably, like he he's gets probably jammed. done that 150 times in his career, bro. Where it looks like he gets jammed, but then you look at the slow-mo and he just gets his yeah. bat around so quickly. His hands might as well have been touching his chest that whole swing, bro. Yeah. It was the hands ridiculous. just got the hands through so that quickly, inside bro. fastball. He said, get off me. Baseball. So fundamental, dude. So fundamental. And so obviously, you know, game one, Anthony Rendon sold. Game two, you chain game. Game three was Garrett. Fucking Whitlock. What a game. Nuts. He got through seven, three hits, one earned, two walks, bro. Yeah. 99 pitches. Hit 97. That's going to work every time. Every time. That's going to work every time. When you're throwing a slider with a 50% whiff rate, like you're going to have success. His stuff was working sun up to sun down. Yeah. And so, I mean, that begs the conversation like so we've seen one bad start from Whitlock one the best start from a starting pitcher in the Absolutely. Boston Red Sox organization this year and Whitlock just goes out there and just absolutely shoves and just shoves. shuts up all the fucking haters who are like he's not a starting pitcher no that's he's, a, that, that's he's your best start. starting pitcher He's not just a starting pitcher. Thus thus far, I don't even think that's really debatable. Like, you can't. That was who's the best start. I really really wish there was a sale start in this series so that I could get into sale. I know you guys touched upon it last podcast, but it's not looking great for bro. No, definitely. And, like, I was thinking about this today with – we'll get to this last game now. We might as well. And because this, like – intrudes into what you just said so i count this game as two games you know it's marathon monday the rain delay you get shohei on the mound and he pitches two innings bayo just gets crushed but not the end of the world it's his first start coming off injury coming back from triple a it's wet out yeah it's cold out who cares Hind, hindsight's always twenty twenty, but 
he kind of looked rushed back today. It didn't look like he was ready for the big leagues. Yeah, and I don't know why you especially in that like spot. That. You're you're yeah. putting him where you know you're getting no grip on the ball. Spin rate's gonna be down for anybody throwing today. Yeah, I mean his, I his mean, velocity was there, but I mean I haven't looked at his spin rate, but I bet you it was down. I mean, you you look at every pitcher for I mean, even even Shohei. Shohei gave up a run without allowing a hit. Yeah, he walked the first like, batter. Like on like four it was, pitches. It was, it's just, it was just such a shit day out, dude. It was control issues for everybody. And, like, you'd arguably rather that game be in the hands of a veteran because, you know, Bellow's young, super young career. You don't really want to want to damage the confidence this early in the year on yep. a day like today. And so that's where you'd be like, okay, maybe I would have rather had Sale in there. Yeah. But with Sale the way he's been, maybe not. But I will tell you what, and I won't just tell you what, I'll tell you who is a fucking dog. His name is Cutter Crawford with a backwards K. K. With With a K. K. With a backwards K. He's a dog. Bale just sucks it up. Dog. The first first two innings, Bale sucks it up. Let's be honest. Stinks like bad. Rain delay. All right, we know Shohei's not coming back. We know Cutter's not coming back. I don't even count those first three innings as part of the game. Cutter comes in, throws six and a third, shut. Shut. Just absolute dominance. And that just shows why this guy deserves a spot on this roster. There's no way he should have been sent down for Worcester for a day. Absolutely wasted an option on him. I mean, you wouldn't need one anyone anyway because he's going to be in the roster for the rest of the year he's the best pitcher on this team in a way i got shades of nasty nate versus the yankees in the playoffs yes just a super unique spot bro yeah where a guy a guy that probably didn't think he was throwing at all today Mm -hmm. just comes in and shoves and dominates i'm I'm fairly confident though the Sox lost that game nasty nate went into like the 15th Versus yeah. the Yankees. It was, it was against the Dodgers. It was against the Dodgers. Dodgers. In the Dodgers. World Series. Yes. Yeah. They went into the they, I believe they did lose that game. Yeah. But it's just like a guy Such that a, good comparison a right guy there. that woke up that morning not thinking he's throwing the ball today. And he just comes in and shoves, bro. His name was called upon and he said, you know what? I'm just gonna go out there and just do my best. And you know what he his best is? Domination. Knockdown. Just knockdown. knockdown. Let me read some of Cutter Crawford's stats today. Because this guy just absolutely, like, when I say dominated, it one was hit. one hit. Through six and out. Bro, through six and a third, one hit, five Ks. Nuts. After a rain delay where everybody's sitting around. Nuts. You, know, you, never, you, ne- you never know what's going around in the clubhouse, bro, but I'd like to think there was probably no way Cutter had any clue he was going to throw today. No. No, no like, chance. Th- that's just a nuts thing to be expected for. There's no you chance. You know what I mean? The bullpen got a good rest day yesterday. Yeah. They pitched. I mean, Whitlock went seven. And then we, we forgot to bring it up. 
I mean, yes, Cutter Crawford today was unbelievable. Nails. But the pitching in this series was nails. Against a potent offense, too. Yeah. You know, sure, sure, it's super top-heavy, but, I mean, you got you, you got two of the best hitters in the world, bro. And, and you shut them down. I mean, Shohei's show, show average was up there all series, but – he wasn't. You doing, never. You, he wasn't doing you, any ne- you never. You never really put them into exact. I was about to say you never really put them into a spot where they were gonna do damage in a game. The only person you know who did I mean? damage was the best Fenway Park hitter of all time, and that's Hunter Renfro. Yeah, like, I wish we had. It. Yeah, that the day, guy would the be day cool. we, the day we get a player like that, man. Yeah, that would be cool if we had that guy. But what I will say on Sunday. We're up 2-1, and Whitlock just throws seven shut, right? Or not seven shut, seven. After, especially after he got not shelled at all, but like super shaky start. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like super, like super early, bro. I was like, all right, here's, here's Garrett Whitlock. Yep. You know what I mean? You're thinking, you know. This guy, we're going to have to, we're going to have to win this game like eight to seven, seven to six. You know what I mean? You're thinking this guy belongs in the bullpen. Yeah. Yeah. And then just goes seven, one run, three hits. And then the bullpen is depleted from the past two days. And so Core puts in Caleb Ort. And what does he thinking, do? What does he do? What does he do? He gets he puts two outs. In the orchard chamber, bro. He gets two outs. You know, and then he gives up two hits, and you're thinking, "Oh my God, here we go." Then he does his best Koji Uehara impression with Koji <laughs> Uehara in attendance that game. Was he? That's and, nuts. And picks off Brandon Phillips, who just got pitched run for second base at second base. Yeah, I just I just opened up this game. Fifteen pitches, six strikes for Caleb Bort. Yep. And, normally, and normally that's I mean, that's not gonna do a job most of the time. Nope. But 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 it did. But it did. Sure and then did. I'm at work, right? I'm like, holy shit, Caleb Bortson, we're gonna lose this game. He gets out of it somehow. Then they pan to the bullpen. Guess who's warming up for the ninth? <laughs> I actually this was uh this was what Sunday's game? Yes, yeah. exactly. So we were I, we were watching something else at this point. Um, we were like, oh, so you know, it's just automatically uh, Jansen's just gonna come in and shut it down. Reed gets pumped, bro, because he goes, bro, ba- Brazier Burgers like up in the pen right now. I was like, say that again. I like, thought for sure like- we were about to get a vintage Brazier Burger moment. Oh, and by just, vintage, I mean just like get shelled, bro. Like, yeah, like commands Trout, nowhere. Trout hits a double, like, and then like, like I'm talking hits a bomb. first and third, no outs. Yeah, like, just absolute meltdown. We lose ten to five, like last yeah. year when we went to the Angels game. Yeah, but no, that's not what happened. Brazier Burger comes in, strikes out Trout, gets Taylor Ward to pop up, and gets Otani to pop up. Like easily, like not and these. Steady. These were, I was gonna say these weren't pop ups because I watched this game of the ninth. 
these were not pop-ups that had any life to them, dude. These no. balls were barely touched. Yeah, like Brazier like, looked good. Yeah, not, no. not not Brazier like, oh, that's good. Like he looks better. No, like yeah, no, Brazier this was like legit save, like like super sketch spot, bro. Yeah. And you like, know, in, in a in a ball game like that, to go up against those three guys and do that, it's just like if he's if he's gonna do that, then like maybe we won't have the bullpen issues we thought we were about to have this year. Mm-hmm. And I will say, this series was a. I mean, I I'm not a fan of High and Bloom. Everybody knows that. No one is. No. Yeah. But this series, High Bloom kind of put his sack on the table. I will say. Yu Chang, Ryan Brazier, yeah. Whitlock. Yeah. I mean, no, they did all look good, but small sample size exactly. is what I'll say. Against, you know what a, I mean? against a poverty I, franchise. I, I, I could think of I could think of plenty of times last season, other than Yu Chang, he wasn't up much, if at all. But there was times where those names that you just named cost us ball games last year. Yep. And, so, I mean, and this year. And this year. And this year already, I mean, but I think we start looking ahead to next series. What are we eight and nine now? Yeah, eight yeah, and we're nine. eight and nine, and we, we're at we're home versus position. the Minnesota Twins, who who have been playing well. But I mean, they got Buxton, Vasquez, and uh, Correa. Yeah, that's about it. I'm looking at Game One: Sale versus Sunny Gray. We're gonna. I guess. Like, take I the guess. Socks. Take I the guess. Socks. I guess. Sonny Gray's been untouchable this year. Just looking at his stats. Holy shit, he has been. So he's he's due but, to first stinker. But I'll take the socks first. Any righty in the league, bro. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care who it. I don't care if it's Garrett Cole. I don't care if it's Jacob Degrom, bro. I like the socks first. Any righty in baseball. I mean, you you saw it today, Reese McGuire. Well, one he. he, he he kind of rakes, dude. He kind of rakes. He hits rockets. Even if it's right at somebody, like, the velo is there off the bat. He rakes. And against a righty, like, those were against lefties today. Against yeah. a righty, he hits, like, 450. That brings it up, I wanted to say quickly. Verdugo's been damaging lefties this year, bro. Dude, we need to survive. We need to extend Verdugo now. We can't Badly, have enough because he's about to get himself paid in like yeah a couple like of months. months. Dude. Yeah. Like we need to do it now before we have another Bogart situation. Yeah, like we need yeah. to overpay for him now. Which in so, in hindsight will hopefully be an underpay. Yeah, because type I mean, story. You know, if we give, I mean, just perfect example. We give Bogarts last year, say. Seven for one seventy nine. Yeah, people are gonna say we overpaid. Then you look at the Padres now, and everybody's just like, "Yeah, I mean, they overpaid the shit out of them." But if you, I, I think the best contract for Verdugo right now would be like five for one hundred. I think I'd do five for a hundred easily. Oh well, he's got twenty like mil a year. He's like 27. Uh, no, I'm talking, I was going to say he's got to be 27, 28. Yeah. I mean. I mean, it's what you got back in the Mookie trade. He's the only good piece from the Mookie trade, and he's really good. Definitely serviceable in the outfield, too. 
Yeah, he, you know he's I mean? looked fine great. defender. Fine defender. He's looked great in right field this year. Yeah. But yeah, no. Um, take the Sox against Sonny Gray. Yeah, we got Chris Sale versus Sonny Gray. Game two. Corey we Kluber got versus Kluge Joe Ryan. Show versus Joe Ryan. I like the Sox again, another righty. I don't know, dude. I, I think I'm balling out of Kluge Show right now. I just don't think he's got it, bro. Yeah, his whip is like 1.5, and Joe Ryan is yeah. kind of fucking balling. Now, Klube Show, I mean, you know, he's kind of turning into Rich Hill, too, bro. I was telling you, bro. I told just, you before the year. Just an old, older dude. Velo's way down. You know, hopefully you think he can get up there and just dice, like hit all of his spots. Be crafty. But the command's been nowhere. Mm-hmm. The pitch sequencing doesn't seem like he's got it figured out. It's just like, it, it's just like, no confidence up there with that guy on the mound, bro. And I agree with you. The fact that he's your day one starter is just like vile. And, and I don't think he would have been. I think no, no, that's just... not at all to say that he's our best guy. Yeah. But it's just like Corey Kluber, if he wants to be a part of a championship team, is like a fourth guy. Yeah. Fifth guy even. You know what I mean? Gets a yep. start, gets start every 10 days type guy. Like he's just, you know he's just he's he's at the tail end of a fantastic career. Yep. You know what I I'm I'm not at all knocking the career the guys had. He he used to just be nails, bro. Yeah. But I mean the I mean, the velo's way down and yeah. like in turn to succeed with I mean I said this the last podcast I was on. I'm a huge believer in velo, bro. I yep. think like if you don't have your stuff 95 plus, like you got to be able to hit your spot, like next to every pitch. And, and I like, and I think the big, biggest example of that is Josh Winkowski. When that yeah. guy's a starter, he throws 91 to 93 gets raked when he's mm-hmm. in the bullpen, he's throwing 96 to 98. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's, he's there's throwing like, bowling balls. Like there's just, they, there's some guys that just aren't, aren't meant to be throwing 80 pitches. You know what I mean? There's some guys that are just going to support a team way more coming in for an inning or two, throwing sub 30 pitches, but throwing those 30 pitches well. I agree. But Game three, we got uh, Tanner Houck versus uh, Tyler Mayle. Mayle? Whatever, dude. I've never even heard of that guy. Yeah. Uh, he's another I mean, righty, so we face three righties in a row this week. It's about it's about time, dude. About damn time. We just had too many lefties, bro. It was mad annoying. Yep. Um, and then yeah, quick three game at home. We we catch the Brewers away. After that, we'll hit we'll hit that on the next pod. But I'd like oh, to I, think I'd like to think two out of three. Yeah, I I think that's like a, I think that's an easy lock. Like if yeah. if you could bet on series, I think yeah. two out of three is minus ten thousand. I almost I almost want to say, and it stinks that I have to say this, dude. I probably have the least confidence in the sale game. To be honest with you, I think sale down the game tomorrow. tomorrow. I disagree, dude. Like, so I said, I thought, I thought his last start was going to be the one he gets back on track. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm still, it not was against out. the Rays. 
yeah, no, I'm still not completely done with Chris Sale in this season, but my confidence in the short order on Chris Sale is not definitely good. Shaking. Definitely shaking. Because and, and I'm with you. It's definitely you know what's crazy is the strikeouts are still way up there, bro. Yep. He's got through 12 innings, 19 strikeouts. And and that's what I've noticed about Chris Sale is that he's struggling in that first inning. But once he settles in, he's dominating. And he has not caught a break in these early innings either, bro. He is that like, last game he had Bobby Dalvik yeah. at short for him. Dude, and it's like there's plenty of times a guy comes out kind of shaky and finds a way to get three outs. He hasn't done it yet, dude. Yeah, it's just fair. like these other teams are ringing them up, bro. And then yep. you're down three nothing, four nothing, four one. You know, like yeah. And, and, I, and then and then you know he shuts it down the next three four innings, but you're still down to so like, well, that really wasn't a great start. But in reality, it was just a bad inning. Yep, and. and- that's what it looks like. It looks like a bad start, but really, he's just had four bad innings. I was I was about to say four bad innings. And other than that, he's been dominant. Yeah. I mean, just watch – like, if you watch the games, you realize, like, yeah, yeah, he's had four bad innings. He's pitched, what, 19? Uh, 12 innings. 12 innings. 12 so, innings, 19 strikeouts. Yeah. Get this. Five bombs. Mm-hmm. That'll do it, bro. That'll do it. That'll do it. And I, I just remember seeing some of those games where, like, he's painting that inside corner and the umpire won't call it from him. Yeah. And then he brings it a tad bit inside and people just catch up to that 95 now. He's so used to just being able to rely on not his location, but just his stuff. And now that his stuff isn't all that, People are able to, you know, get him. Yeah. And I think that's I think that's gonna be his adjustment this year is learning how to pitch with accuracy. Yeah, I didn't even speak on it. The name for my Zoom. It's getting to that point. Masataki Yoshida might stink. He just might. He might stink. It seems like I don't know what it is, bro. Cause like he balled out in the world baseball classic bro like he was is he was playing he was tearing it up bro he was tearing he it was up. he like in all honesty probably should have won mvp over show i agree if you're looking at the whole tournament he had the most but, rbis in world baseball classic history i think i i think i ran out of fingers to count the amount of times he's rolled over to second base this year it's been ridiculous every time hey, he dude, goes up there i i saw an at bat today I think he must have got four or five straight fastballs up and away because they know it's just like it's not a dimension he has, bro. He, he can't lift it over the monster right now. No. He flicked it out once. Once. Yeah. And so I think, but, I mean, we saw it happen. So, like, he has the ability to do it. He has to have rolled into five double plays already this year. Exactly. So, like, it's I, just like. I don't think it's super down too. I think he's like 190 right now going into today. I don't know what it, I think he went 0 for 4 today too. So, yeah, no, he I think it's, I think he he's, he's, like he's probably today. around 175, I'd call it right now. Yeah. Which I mean, it, I think it's time you, you probably move him down to like seven or eight spot. Yeah. To be you honest. can't have him in it, your you know, cleanup. 
it's got it's gonna depend on who's who's up and playing that day because you know the Sox roll out a different roster every game. But I mean, he cannot be batting cleanup, dude. Can't do it. It's I, like he wouldn't be clean up on any other roster in the league, bro. No. Today was my first Patriots Day at Fenway yeah. Park. Oh uh, yeah. I, I was yeah, I was very disappointed. Very, very disappointed. I've been to other Boston Marathon like remembrances and like ceremonies, and they were awesome. Like yeah. brought tears to my eyes today. Like yeah. And then like yesterday they have Zach Brand band sing the national anthem. They have the 2013 team there today. They didn't really do anything for the Boston Marathon other than the Boston, you know, white jerseys with Boston across the chest. Yeah. They say Boston. Yeah. Like, it's Josh fucking city. Yeah. It don't say Red Sox. It say Boston. Ain't nobody going to dictate our freedom. Yeah. Like, I I was there. And for me, 2013 is just so special. Like, I was a kid in elementary school watching those games with 65 other kids in the same room, just watching Koji strike it out. And like, I get that they want to move on like from the, it being on marathon Monday, or maybe it was just because of the weather that they did it on Sunday. And like, yeah, you can, you know, do it on one Boston day, which makes sense on Saturday, but I just don't know why they had the, other than, I guess, maybe the weather that they had the 2013 team on Sunday. Like that would have been awesome on marathon Monday. Like that team, what that meant to that, our city was special. Like I will never forget that. It will always be my favorite world series. Like, by so can, far we can win 10 more yeah but just being a kid you know being scared for our lives you know my friend Cameron Sprague his dad finished 15 minutes before the bombs went off that day nuts and he just got out of there just in time and I was yeah. you know obviously I'm calling him I'm like dude like are you okay phone line they're down like He's my best friend and it it just means so much to me i just don't want them to i just don't want them to not do it on marathon monday i get them yeah. wanting to so, do it on that exact day like the date and not marathon monday and keep marathon monday like happy like patriots day like yes yeah but i think that is included with patriots day i think yeah. patriots day is about being a patriot and i think our shitty showed that day. So that we're yeah. fucking Patriots. I think my, my kind of view on it is like, you know, obviously just like such a horrible event. It's almost unavoidable that that's gonna, you know, it, it's gonna be a topic of discussion every, for, you know, every, every year. single year. And it's, it's not going to be remembered or I don't want it to be remembered for how horrible that was that it happened. 
I hope it can eventually become remembered for how strongly the city came together, bro. Yep. Because, like, it's just, like, in this world today, bro, you, you see so, so few forms of genuine unity, but everybody in New England that day was unified together, bro. Yep. And it's just, like, it would be a shame for that to go unnoticed. And I agree. And, like, the people on that 2013 team were the perfect people. Yeah. Like, just great guys all around. Yeah. From Johnny Gomes to Dustin Pedroia to David Ortiz to Daniel Nava. That, that team Shane top to bottom just, like, so confidently rep- – like, they were such a Boston team, dude. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, you know, we're not super showy. We don't have, like, you know, we don't have – a couple of dogs surrounded by a bunch of dudes that don't even really want to be there, bro. Like it's something special. It's it's something special about playing for a Boston team, especially in these past 20 years, bro. It's just like, there's a, like, there's a certain level that is expected of you. And it's not even entirely performance based, bro. It's just like, you, it's a certain mentality, bro. Yeah. You look at every single championship team we've had, like there's a it's a bunch of dudes that like are not the the best at their position that just show up and dog it out bro yep from gregory campbell yeah to julian edelman as i was saying i thought of julian edelman when i said that dude just you know undersized drafted super late like guy just like embraced the city bro and be like Nobody could have ever asked more out of that guy, bro. Just exactly. a dog, bro. And and that's what you got with the entire 2013 Boston Red Sox. Yeah, like, exactly. And just from the moment that the marathon happened, and then obviously you have that moment on April 20th where Big Poppy says, you know, this is our fucking city. And, you know, we're down that whole game against – that and then Daniel Nava hits a three-run home run to put us on top in the bottom of the eighth. Yeah. Like that just embodied it from that moment until Johnny Gomes took the World Series trophy and put it on the yeah. marathon That's finish such, line. That with is the such an all-time picture, bro, on the finish line. Like like just unbelievable. Put that in the history books, bro. Yep. And like I know Netflix just did a documentary series on just like the whole marathon bombing and whatnot. There needs to be a series like a, at least an ESPN 30 for 30 like there is for 2004 about that 2013 team. I'd actually I'd, I'd like to think there is. Not not currently but coming. There has to you be. You know what I mean? There has like, to be. Cuz all be those guys are so for close. There to not be. Yeah, I mean yeah, I mean, Will it, would be, it, would, it would be, it would be such an indecency to the, to the city for there to not be at least a collection of footage from that year. Yeah, I I agree. So I just I just wish there was more. Yeah, and like, I I guess that's selfish of me, to say yeah. that, especially with what everybody went through. 
but I, I've been to those ceremonies where, you know, you have the survivors come out, you know, you had the people who lost their limbs and it, it brings you a, a tear to your eye, but it at the same time reminds you that, you know, the city doesn't fuck around with that shit. Now, like you fuck around with us, like you're fucking around with all of us. And, and that's, I, and that's what it is. And you know what I was watching yeah, last night? Even, like, don't want to get political here, but the Obama speech at the church that night or a couple days after it happened, where he's just like, you picked the wrong fucking city. Yeah, you don't mess nah, with Boston. Like, I just sniped we started this country. It was, it was Stephen Colbert, he goes, and when those bombs went off, there were runners who, after finishing a marathon, kept running for another two miles to the hospital to donate blood. So here's what I know. These maniacs may have tried to make life bad for the people of Boston, but all they can ever do is just show how good those people are. Exactly. What a quote. What you a quote. You, you, can, you can't sum it up any better. And that was what was so special about that day is that normal people just run away from that. The amount of people who just ran a fucking marathon. Yeah. Yeah. That just ran into the bombs. Yeah. Without, without thought, without thought. It's just like, like every time I see that, that shit, unbelievable. And, unbelievable. and, and, and that's going to lead me into the Bruins. One of the most special moments after th- that obviously that tragedy was when three days after the bombing TD T gardens packed to the brim. Yeah. And the whole stadium sings the national anthem. It gave me like shades of, um, you've seen the video. I'm sure the day, um, the day they got bin Laden, Yep. Every single ballpark in America that day would just, announce the news and like USA chants just broke out everywhere, bro. Yep. And like it stinks that it that it takes those moments like of that. those moments of sadness to bring those moments of unity. But regardless, like those moments of unity are beautiful every time. They're special. So, yeah, special. That's the word. Like, in, in a world where we're so divided, like, it obviously sucks that we, like you said, have to have those tragedies to bring us together. Mm-hmm. But when we're together, like, ain't nothing going to bring us down. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. But you're right. Let's get off of this sad notes. The Boston Bruins, 3-1 win. Should have been four. That halfway goal should have counted. Yeah, that, that, that should have counted. They're a wagon. They just played like not great hockey and, and they, went up. They never, never were tied other than zero zero. Actually, no, they, no, yeah, no, yeah, because it went two other nothing. than zero yeah. zero. Yeah, it went two nothing, then two one, then three one, and then what should have been four one. Yep. So I mean, the Boston winning 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 this team in hockey ever, bro. Like they're a wagon yeah i mean we have some serious parade watch going on 
in the city right now. Real parade watch. The and Celtics are, you know, due to the Giannis injury, now the odds on favorite. Yeah, I mean, watch out. All I'm saying. I mean, that's all, that's all I'm going to say. Parade, parade watch. watch for sure. For two teams. For two teams around the same time. Yeah. Like, I think this city would burn to the ground. <laughs> yeah. But I'm all for it. Yeah. No, it's been, it's been what? It. It's been. It's been since 20, 2019. In I was going to say it's been like four years. Yeah. So, so that, when Brady, that's, Brady's that's, last that's, ring. That's here. a millennium for Boston, bro. Yeah. Can't have it. At least modern Boston, our lifetime Boston. Yeah. I mean, the last championship we went to was obviously the Celtics last year, but before that, I believe it was I believe it was the Patriots who won it last. It had and to like have been. even went to the it championship. To yeah. Obviously the Sox were two games away. You know, yeah. the umpire calls a strike on a Nicholas Pavetta, you know. Curveball and Blas Diaz yeah. calls that a strike. We're good. Let's yeah. <laughs> not get hung hey, up on that. You know, we're not going to get hung up on that. Yeah. Because parade watch is in fact in effect, like surely over the entire um, New England area. But I hope we didn't bring you down too much because the Sox <laughs> are facing the Minnesota Twins. I will be there tomorrow night to see me. Say hi. Uh, Sox take three out of four. You know, I'm going to give my uh, MVP to Rafael Devers for this series. I mean, he's just Rafi Devers. He hits bombs. It has to have been Rafi. Yeah. I mean, th- there's a lot of, like, Yu Chang played great. Whitlock pitched great. But Rafi hit two bombs and, like, won you the series. But... We will see you next time after we uh, take two out of three. We both predicted it from the uh, Minnesota Twins. We will see you on Thursday night. Peace out, boys.